Welcome, everybody. We have a very, very, very special guest. I have to say that with explanation. I, I can't even You're... say that word right now. Put it in but capital letters. If you put, want. It, put it in capital letters. But thank you, everybody, for tuning in to So What Now. We got Vic over here, the co-host. What's Tell him good? what's up. We got Chilling. Vega over here, the one speaking right now. And we got the one and only, Mr. Eric Rosario. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can I get a... Can I get some claps? <laughs> Let's go with some claps, some big claps. Money hours, baby. The one and only, the CEO of Money Hours. Hey, boys, thank you for having me once again. This is the uh... biggest podcast in the NBC in the store. <laughs> in the whole major America key family. alert. Major key alert. Listen, it's gonna be a great show. It's gonna be the most listened one in history. So y'all get ready for a good one. Yeah, man. Welcome to episode six, everybody. Um, damn, Eric. Six, go ahead. We got <laughs> we got so many things to get six, into, six, man. Six. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We have so many things to get into, man. Starting out first, man, with what you said, that little slogan right there, the the little key component of your little thing, your little how do we even call that? I'm trying to find your the vibe. word for it. Your little vibe, vibe, money hours, bro. The yeah, logo, man. the brand. Tell them a little bit about it, bro. The label. Man, it's something been something that's been on the work for a while now. Back when I started back in Plymouth State, freshman year. You know, Vic knows the vibes up, up in there in New Hampshire. You know, oh, it's just I a do. little thing we got going, a little movement. You know, we encourage encourage people to you know get better, especially in the sports side. You know. Like we say in the label, we certify people. So if you do something good, we put you in the radar and we give you, you know, exposure to the social media, you know. And that was that's what we got going on. I respect the vibe, man. Honestly, your energy is actually channeling, like, to, like, inspire others. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I see you on Instagram. I see it on Twitter. I see it everywhere on Snapchat, especially Instagram stories. Appreciate it, brother. It's Bro. just, you know, it's all about like encouraging, like making people feel better about things that they do, like making sure that, that those accomplishments don't go unnoticed. And that's what we do over here in Money Hours. So tell them yeah. a little about it, bro. I mean, like, are you in school for business, marketing? What's your main little thing? What's your main goal? Oh man, you know, I'm in, I go to Marymount College, you know, I'm on the track and field team. I'm going to be a senior. It's finally ending. And then, you know, I'm on the business school, starting studying management. And then that's what I got going on right now. I respect it, man. I mean, yeah. Merrimack College is such a good school, man. And you know, I, I'm a graduate from there. I'm going back to school there. I'm getting my master's. It's not That's over. Nice. That's the nice. book is not over, man. <laughs> <laughs> the trains the, keep going. Yes, keep man. Going. And you're about to close another chapter. That the is third year, book. man. How is, how is it just another year, Merrimack? I know you transferred in from Plymouth State. Yeah. And how was just another year, your second year, your full second year out of Merrimack College? And look at that. So many accomplishments from track, academics. You know, making new friends, everything. Yeah. So, like you said, I transferred from Plymouth State to Merrimack after my freshman year, and um, I did my sophomore year there. That was a great first year, 
And then I did my third year, which was this year. And then the third year, I think, was the best one. It, even though it was the most challenging one, I think it was the best one because I learned a lot from the business school, track, my track career elevated. I dropped some crazy times, just came back from the Nationals down in Texas and, you know, met new people, made a lot of friendships, you know, kept, kept building my brand, like people said. And it was just a great year. And, you know, uh, senior year is going to be a great one to close up the chapter. And, you know, it's going to be a great going to be a great senior year can't wait yeah i really bet how would you say that money hours really motivated you through like these couple of years well like you like the title says money hours is all about like putting that time putting in that that work emphasizing those hours you know like every time i go to practice those two hours those are my money hours of the day like when i go to school like those four hours classes those are my money hours of the days, so, you know, just making sure I'm focusing those hours and cashing out. Yeah. So I know you're a business major. So where do you okay. see money hours going in the future? Like what would be your biggest goal for money hours? Definitely. I can see it like a, I should say like a social media presence where we do like, like videos, make it like a, a label but right now, it's a fun little thing that I have. I know before, I did. I saw a couple of t-shirts, and that makes some noise. And, you know, yeah. I definitely want to capitalize on that again, coming coming into the um, the summer and bringing it into school again. And, you know, just making, making an experience, you know, building, like, an environment around the whole money hours thing because people seem to like it, so I just keep it going. And, yeah. Another yeah, thing think... with you. Oh, just go ahead, Victor. My bad. No, I was just going to say that I really think it's awesome how motivational like money hours is because, yeah. you know, it's such like a it's such a short phrase, but it's really impactful. And like you can just say money hours to anything and it'll just hype you up. It'll make you feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that was definitely what I was about to say, um, especially um, in terms of impact, not even just um, – of what you do it's just like it's something new you know mm-hmm. especially with this podcast right now it's really hard to create new content come up with new questions new episodes you know we just let it free flow and you know it just comes to a certain point in time where you go to say to yourself damn what, what what's the next big thing and i think you found it eric every single time like every single summer you've had released money hours it's not only like a new t-shirt you've come out with a new um style of the logo yeah um, putting it in like different little pictures you know Mm -hmm. exposing it not just the track but getting out into the school other people not just athletics know it people like let's say let's they're studying like art and they're like damn money hours like there's just something like that gets you hyped like victor says like you hear it and then you're gonna go and say all right what's what's my motive what's my what's the next thing and like Really, that's my question to you, man. Like, what's the next thing for Money Hours? What do you want to? What do you want to explore? Like, what do you want to do? I'm definitely want to stay on the sports side and bring it more into the film type of thing, making videos. You know, just like you know, have you seen those day in the life type of thing? Yeah, just, I was just gonna say that. Yep. Bring bring a new flavor. You know, just take different type of athletes and you know just 
recording the workouts, how they go about their life, you know. And like you say, just it's definitely about bringing something new every single time to the table because that's what keeps bringing people in, like keeps bringing people back. It's something new, something refreshing because, like, people get tired of seeing the same thing every single time. So if you found that that formula of bringing new material, new content to the table, and you 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 hit the jackpot. You know what I'm saying? And that and it takes some time to figure out what's the next thing that you're gonna bring to your people. And once you have loyal people, they're always gonna stay with you no matter what you bring them. And if you bring them good material, they're gonna stay with you and they're gonna keep coming back no matter what new things you bring them. And definitely I definitely wanna get into the film type of thing and you know capitalize on that market yeah it's all about marketing man and yeah you're right in the correct field man and and tell us man like you know you mentioned to me that you have a little internship going on for for the summer right that sounds yeah that sounds about right so yeah I just, today i just it was the first day of orientation and i might be working for the summer with enterprise holding and i might be a management trainee intern and basically, we're going to go over uh, the management of the whole branch and how to run a whole business from top to bottom, from customer service to running the books to the marketing to the sales. And I'm pretty excited about that whole experience in the corporate level because that's eventually where I want to end up, in the corporate level of the business size. And I'm pretty excited. It's going to be a fun summer and can't wait. Yeah, especially you with business. And yeah. I found, I find like not just found, I, I I don't know. It's just something like I know of you. You're charismatic. You're personable. You have like, you have this like, you know, you have the vibe to you to actually go out and market whatever you want to market, you know? So do you think like, let's say like, I don't know how to put this. Someone else is going your track and wants to do what you do. As you're going through the process right now, how would you say is like, you know, some tips as to like to give out there to all those people who want to start their own market, their own business? Like, it's very hard, man. It's like it is. You need, you need this type of personality that that like you're not afraid to fail. You 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 want to go at it over and over and over again, and you have it. And how do you keep that drive to you? It's definitely all about taking the chance, you know what I'm saying? Because when I first started, people like people just see the success. When I first started with the money hours, uh, if Big knows, freshman year, he was pushing me. He was the one actually pushing me. He was the one, <laughs> one of the first people. He was one of the first people to support the money hours, the waves. He put on his Snapchat, the first one, and I'm forever grateful to Vic for that. And like you said, one of the tips that will say to people, don't be afraid to take chances. Because when I first started selling the T-shirts, I think only four people bought a T-shirt. Shout out to Mike Cuesta. He bought a T-shirt for me. <laughs> Mike Cuesta, you're a real one, bro. One of the four, only four people. I remember seeing the, the, um, the, like the, the numbers, four people. It was, I was like, damn, this ain't going nowhere. But I just kept pushing. I just kept pushing. I kept find the different ways to bring the money hours, how to bring people into the to the environment. And it's all about like, you know, making people feel comfortable and making people feel part of their like a 
an environment. And once you have that, I think you find the right the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's the one thing I would say. Don't be afraid to take chances and try different things. And eventually you will find the right thing for you. Yeah, and just speaking about taking chances, I yeah. know our first episode we were talking about a lot about school and college and, and like the whole experience. And I, I remember that we had a talk about transferring and, you know, how how we had to do that in order to better ourselves. So how would you kind of describe your process in taking the chance and transferring to Merrimack? Well, I already knew a bunch of my friends went to Merrimack, especially Christian. He was already there. And up in New Hampshire, it was a great experience. Up in Plymouth State, I had a, I made a lot of friends, forever grateful for those friendships that I have over there. But I just didn't see myself growing as a person in that type of environment. So I decided to come back home and put myself in different type of situations that I, I out of my comfort zone. And I thought Merrimack would be a great fit for me. And, you know, and it, it was like me try, trying different type of things. And I, want, I just wanted to get out of my comfort zone because up in Plymouth State, I was just like in a comfort zone. And I wanted to get out of that and just come back and put myself, in, you know, in a different environment. I just wanted something new, start fresh. And I thought Merrimack would be the great fit. I don't know if that answered your question, Vic, but... No, no, it does, it does. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it's good, though, because I know at a point, too, I was thinking of transferring, but I I did decide to stay, and, and I'm happy I did because I was able to finish. But, you know, sometimes it's good that to reflect on something and you realize that where you you were at that moment wasn't wasn't making you happy, and you knew that... Merrimack College was going to be the perfect fit for you, and it made you yeah. happy, and it worked out. Thankfully, everything worked out. You know, like you said, it took a lot of reflection because I didn't want to live Plymouth State because I had all my friends back there, and they were great people. But, you know, I wanted to be back home with my family and, you know, up in a new school and, you know, decided to take the new chance and come back home. Mm-hmm. And you were really able to grow from that. Yeah, definitely grew grew a lot, made new people, like made life changing decisions. You know, made a lot of friendships that I'm forever grateful. And then we're gonna keep keep it going in Merrimack and finish strong this this coming up year, last year. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point because if there is anyone out there that is thinking of like making a big life decision, you know, sometimes you just have to to take that risk and, and hope yeah. for the best. And definitely don't take, like, a, a wild risk, you know. Oh, Make course. sure you think about it, you know, make sure you think about it, see all the possible outcomes that are going to be related to that risk and then take that risk. Don't just take a random risk because, like, I just didn't say, oh, I'm, I'm transferring out. There was a lot of different things that came out, came with that decision. So just take your time. Make sure it's the right thing for you to do and take that leap, you know, and then just go from there and then don't look back. Yeah, I like that. Yo, Eric, there's a lot of good uh, 
I guess, a lot of good, like, energy that you can stem from, not just from schooling, but, like, yeah. from track. Yeah. And, like you said, you meet a lot of new people, not just at Plymouth State, Merrimack, just throughout your life. And I feel like your pathway, your career path, and this works with anything, any career path that me and Vic were actually talking about the other day, is networking. Yeah. Networking, yeah. building your brand by networking. Yeah. And so the more people you know, the more opportunities you'll, pre- you'll, you'll present yourself. Yeah. You know, like living life with the five Ps, proper preparation. Proper preparation prevents poor performance, bro. So yeah. it, it's just all the time. It just shifts. And then it's going to shift into your direction. Just when you think something's going to go wrong, wrong, wrong. Like you can be battling with something for like five, ten months, even like five years. And then your time will come. It, it just always happens like that. Your time will come. You're definitely right, bro. Your time will come. As long as you stay consistency to the plan that you have, you know, and you go at it. And like you said, like, it's all about networking, like who you know, and getting out there and meeting new people because you never know who you're gonna who you're gonna come up across with, you know, and just make sure you always are nice to people and just like make a good impression to them that you are the right person to be around with and then you're gonna have the outcome that you desire. Exactly, bro. Well said. Also you could be like talking with like the next millionaire, man. Yeah, And then as long as you're nice to them and, like, you know, you treat them with respect because, you know, everyone wants to be the way, like, you want to be treated. Exactly. So yeah. at the end of the day, you know, you're going to have all these experiences, but it's not worth it unless you're nice enough, you know, you show the kind words, the respect that, that people, you know, want, want like, to receive. And I know you earn respect, but there's a, it just goes a long way of being nice as, as an individual, really. And that is true, like, you definitely earn respect, and you definitely, like, you attract the energy that you put out. So if you carry yourself as a friendly person, as a person that other people want to be around with you, then you're going to have that energy. But if you just go around, like, with a, you know, such a bad energy that people feel like, oh, man, I don't want to be around that so-and-so, like, because he just, you know, so, like, so dry, like, I can't talk to them. But if, you know, you just put yourself out there and like willing to help people you know people will be around around with you because they like that energy you know and it's all about that and you know it just be friendly with people it's not that hard you know just be nice with people and then good things will come exactly good things will come you've been to texas last two months bro man (laughs) twice in two months (laughs) (laughs) yo come in texas eric bro (laughs) hey you got the horses in the back too bro Bro. (laughs) lean up in my bladder (laughs) no 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 you got drug tested boy nah i'm clean i'm clean are you clean you clean Come on, man. I'm clean. I have clean like so water. many questions about Texas, man. And Bro, ass, just compare, just comparing that, like, <laughs> just from here to Mass. And I know you grew up lifestyle. a short, a short life in in Dominican Republic. Uh, when you grew up there, moving from there to Methuen, and then just really just traveling around. And bro, like, what is like? the top key differences between mass and such a big, big Southern state like Texas? First of all, I just want to say thank you to the sport track. Cause like without track, I wouldn't be able to travel to all these places that I've been grateful and like been, 
the opportunity being presented to me to travel with. And I just definitely want to say thank you to the sport track. Thank you to my coaches. Thank you to MC for bringing me to all these places. And like you said, bro, the biggest different, difference is like with the places, just the lifestyle people live in. Like in the DR, people, you know, easygoing type of like, you know, type of a mellow vibe, you know. You know the vibes, because you guys know the, the island vibes. You know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. Yeah, bro. In Texas, everything was like such a, how, how should I say? It was just, first of all, it was hot, man. It was hot. It was just hot, hot Is it hot. like a different type of hot from like what like we experience dry... in the summer? Oh, it's a it's dry hot. It's, it's a, a dry, dry hot, hot, bro. Yeah. It's a dry yeah. hot. It and, should be dangerous. But the people are super nice. Like, you can see it, like. In the customer service, like when you go to the get food, like the like gas stations, like people were super nice. The food was crazy, man. The barbecue. I never been to all the states states down south, but Texas, bro. I think it has the best barbecue down south. I could be wrong, but I have to go down to all the states so they can prove me wrong. <laughs> bro, but that barbecue. That thing, was, that thing was stupid. That, that thing, thing was, was money hours? Bro, it was certified. Like, Big, sheesh. Oh, certified bro, money hours. Bro, I had some ribs, and that thing, the meat just came off the bone. I'm like, ooh, that thing dancing. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> so, when you went to Texas for the first time in March, well, what part of Texas did you go at? Was it the same exact place as March? And when you went to na- Nationals? No. Oh, two different to, spots. I went to Houston. Okay. Yeah, and then that was that was a great experience. We ran at Rice University in the middle of Houston, and then when I came back my second time for nationals, I went I went to two places. I went to Cor- Corpus Christi, Ooh. and then I went to Kingsville, Texas, and they're both in the southern part of Texas, like the the near Mexico, like the Gulf of Mexico, and it was just. Great experience, yo. It was it was it was a windy, but it was great, man. Definitely had the best time of my life down there. Definitely coming back. Yeah, so now that place is the southernmost part. That's why it explains like why it's so hot down there. You're right borderline with Mexico. Like that makes sense. Yeah. It was like an hour away from the border from Mexico. And I was like, yo, let's go to Mexico, but like <laughs> they didn't want to go, so Nah, you should have pulled up, dude. Yeah, bro. That would have been hilarious. I didn't have my passport, though, so oh. if I went in, I would have come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, yeah. Well, I definitely, definitely want to go to Mexico, though, and see and see what the vibes are down there. Well, Texas has been real good to me lately. And, you know, it's been a great place. People are super nice. Definitely going to come back. But it was just... Track, track brings me back to Texas. Something about Texas, man. I know we can't, we can't take care of, we can't like know what's going to be, what's going to happen to us in the future. But do you think you'll ever move down south? Like after school? I always say that, bro. Like I'm going to move down south. You know, I'm going to move down south. But like you say, bro, you, you don't know. You don't know if you're going to end up. In Jersey, you don't know if you're going to end up in Cali, Nebraska. You just don't know where you're going to end up. So you just got to, you know, put your best foot forward and hope for the best and hope for that you land in a good spot in the future. But if I end up down south, God bless me. 
I'm gonna be down south. <laughs> that, that's the place to be. Yeah. yeah, I've always said I wanted to move like to California, like to Florida, you know, because yeah. it's it's just a whole different world, basically, you know, from it what is. we're used to. And you know why you say that, bro? Is because like you never been like at a mass for such a long time. Yeah, and you want to experience something new, but sometimes you get out of mass, bro, and you're like, "This is not for me. I'm gonna go back." But sometimes you're like, "I definitely want to get out of here." And this is the place for me. So mm-hmm. you just have to, you know, see it for yourself and see if it's, if it's the right fit for you. Yeah. And you never know. You might be able to make that big move. But the reason that making moves like that is so hard is because when you move, you got to make new friends. You got to figure yeah. out how the highways work. You got to figure out where to eat. But yeah. that's part of the process. That's part of the process. So don't be afraid. Don't 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 be afraid to like embrace the process. I that's my one thing. I I I love the process. I love getting to. How do you that. embrace the process? How should I how should I say that, Vic? Like how should I answer that? I think it's like being fully committed to the process, loving the process, like loving the grind. Like I love going to practice every day for track. I love like it might sound weird, but I love going to class. You know, I just. Love working for that grade. I just love working for that that time because at the end of the day, when I get that time, it just feels like it just feels so great. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just being like fully committed and fully like loving what you do. Because like, if you don't love what you do, like the process is gonna be miserable. So yes. as long as you love what you do, the process is gonna be you're gonna have a great time with the process. Mm-hmm. And we we all know that life is hard. Have you ever like reached a point where? You didn't trust the process and like you're really struggling with it at the moment. Um, sometimes I question the process because sometimes, like, I wouldn't be getting the results that I wanted. But like they say, you gotta trust the process because like always, always when I doubt the process, it comes like the results that I want come out. Like this year, like on track, like I wasn't running the best times ever. Like I was stuck running like. 49s, 49s, and then late into the season, I'm like, what is going on? Why can't I run those times that I was running last year? Then late into the season, I start running my the 48s again, and then boom, that that 47 happened. And I was like, oh, it happened. Because my goal for the season was to run 47.9, and I wasn't, it took me, like, I didn't run it indoors, in the outdoor season, it was coming to an end, and I was like, "And I was like, oh my god, bro, what, like, what's happening? Why can't I run this time? Like, like I was feeling good in practice and all that, and like I couldn't put it together. And I was like, I was starting to lose hope in the process. But like my my coach always says, trust the process, and like, and it happened. And then I remember my conference race for conference championship. I ran forty seven one. And I was like, you see, that's what happens when you trust the process and you never lose faith. Mm-hmm. Now, like it's, now, especially you not running those times consistently. And I, I'm attest to this. I, I ran track as well yeah. at Merrimack. And really, like, it's just those, you get to the line and it's a whole new world you set yourself into. It's like, it's a whole new a project that you have to like find out for yourself 
Yeah. And it's not like just practice. Like, you you know you can do it in practice. It's just when, once it comes to race day, like, it's a whole new animal. And what what made you, like, what was different that day that made you crack? What was different? It wasn't just – it must have been a mixture of things, not just, you know, trusting the process. And, you know, it's like really just, like you said, taking a chance and doing yeah. something out of your comfort zone and just coming all right back in. And you say to yourself, hey, I can do this shit. This is for, for me. Like, I belong right here. Yeah. And I don't know. What, what were your, like, race day, like, your day of just, like, the of when you ran that time? Like, you want to know, like, the day, why, like, the, the day, like, what was I thinking that day? Like, yeah. So, like, let me, let me start by saying, like, the night before, I usually just watch, like, my favorite athlete, like, Usain Bolt. I just watched him, you know, the way he carries himself. But that night, I decided to, like, switch it up. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I was like, let me watch some Kobe. Keep in mind, like, I'm not, like, I don't watch, like, Kobe a lot. Like, that's not my favorite athlete. But I was like, but the way, like, the Mamba mentality. And one of the videos he says, like, as long as you're, like, fully focused in that moment, everything's going to fall into place. And, like, that day I woke up, like, and I took the bus, you know, and I was, like, as, as soon as I stepped in the bus, I was just fully, like, locked in. Like, it was just, like, you had to see my face, bro. I, like, I wasn't talking to too many people. I was just locked in. I would say, like, for, like, this three hours or four to five hours, I don't know how long the beat lasted, but I was so locked in I didn't keep track of the time. I was just locked in of, like, what I needed to do and I, I said, I'm going to trust my training, and I'm just going to go to battle. And that just happened. You just have to be, like, fully locked in on that moment, and then the rest will fall into place. So do you only think that – not just only think. Let me rephrase that. So do you believe that you get yourself into just this one zone where you think you can't be beaten? Just like that Mamba mentality type thing. And, and that was interesting how you said, like, you know, you went and analyzed a different athlete. You yeah. just started watching Kobe. Because, like, that day you could have just been watching Usain Bolt again. And you yeah. would have gotten the same exact vibe over you did, and over You do the and over same again. routine over yeah. and over again. You do the same routine. And basically when you do the same routine, bro, you're probably going to end up having the same results. And I would, it's all, you see, when you try something new, new things happen. And I don't know if, like, Kobe <laughs> made me run faster. <laughs> yeah. It was or just like, that mentality, man. Well, like, really. a different, a different, you know, a different vibe, definitely play, a, play, like, a huge role into the whole outcome. Absolutely, man. So, this is, like, a, this is, like, a weird question to ask sometimes, but. If you were to go back, let's say, like, four or three years ago, like, some of your biggest accomplishments, you know, high school graduation, um, running your 48 for the first time, like, is there anything you would do to go back and change anything that you wanted to do better? Damn. Sheesh, baby. Come on, bro. <laughs> I feel like you've been having those questions locked in for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, it's, it's, it's a special episode. It's a special episode. Vic, we were such a on a good like groove, and this man hit me with that question. <laughs> with the, what are your biggest regrets in life? <laughs> like now we have to pause the episode. <laughs> now I have to think. Nah, it's like, not. It's not really like a, I'm not no, really no, no, looking no, for like a lengthy like, answer. I'm just looking for like a you know anything that's on your mind. A short is sweet. Hold on, yeah. you asked me a question. <laughs> You're the host. <laughs> I have to answer, right, Vic? Yes, sir, that's true. We about the vibes. You know the vibes. <laughs> Man, I feel like I want to answer your question, bro. But, like, right now, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, I, I hear every, you. That I works. Would, that works. I wouldn't change a thing, because, like, because if I would change something... I might not be in this place right here. You know what I'm saying? That's so right. Like, I definitely keep will keep everything the same because like every experience that I have back in the past definitely prepared me for moments in the present. You know what I'm saying? So to answer your question, brother, I wouldn't change a thing. That's good, man. That means do you believe that everything happens for a reason, correct? Yeah. Everything happened for a reason, bro. Like exactly, and you gotta live life with like no regrets, just going for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good or bad, you know, life, life. You know, it's a wave. You gotta take. You yeah. gotta ride the wave. Like, cause like one of my coaches says, "You win or you learn." We like we don't take losses here. So like, it's definitely every experience is about. It definitely becomes a learning experience, and you're definitely gonna get something out of it. I guess something good, or you gonna learn something. So, and, you, and you're always learning something new, man. Like always, even Every like day. doing a sport like that for so long, six, seven, eight years, just keep on doing the same exact thing over and over again. Little do people know that you learn something new within yourself it every get, single day. It doesn't get old, bro. Yeah, like you said, you fell in love with the grind. That's why you like embracing the moment. You know, that's what money hours is all about. Like, exactly. you know, Embracing having that, that moment and having that motivation and getting hyped to what you want to do, like locking in, man. That's really yeah. what it is. It's just locking in over and over and over again. It's a routine. But if you love it, it's not a routine. It's something that you really like to do, especially every single day of your life. But you're doing something that you don't hate to do. Yeah. And it definitely becomes a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it just become, becomes a part of your life. And that's when the process come in. Like, you got to make the process of what you're doing. Anything. It doesn't have to be sports. It can be, like, school, grad school, you know, undergraduate, undergraduate, you know, your job. It just becomes going to become a part of your life. And that's why you have to make the right decisions, like, of what, of what you want to do, making sure, like, the things that you're doing now is the thing that make you happy. Cause like, that's the one thing I don't want to do, bro. Like, I don't want to do something that is not like it's not making me happy. And then like, I might hate like the process. I might hate going to work. I might hate going to practice. You know, like I don't want to do that. So like, that's why every move that I make is very strategic. You know, like I make sure I take my time. Make make before like I take a job. Like I just look at every possible outcome. And making sure it's the right fit for me and I'm the right fit for them. You know what I'm saying? 
Absolutely, man. And now that you see like how the grind is for nationals, you see how it takes, how much it takes to actually get there at that moment in time. And you didn't take it for granted at all. You embraced the moment. You did what you could, weather permitting. But there's yeah. no excuses, as you say all the time. No excuses. You no belong excuses. there. Yeah, absolutely. And so, Eric, really, what's what's next for you? Really, for focusing in in another long season. I know it's going to be your last season. Yeah. But just what what makes you want to lock in even more now? Now. This this final season is a special season because, like, I always had the dream of going D1. And it was a long journey, and it finally came true because now, as people know, Merrimack is going to be a D1 institution fully, all programs. And now I just want to embrace, have fun being part of the D1, you know, the D1 community, even though we run against a lot of D1 teams. But, like, finally having that title, you know, it makes it makes everything better. And, like, this last season, it's all about keep having fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think this has been a season that I haven't had fun, fun with it. And I think that's my main goal, keep doing the same thing that I'm doing. And every year, I just try to turn up even more. Like, so this year, I'm just going to go way harder than I ever done before, you know, and keep putting, you know, keep putting that, that front foot forward and going to work. And another thing that I want to do this year is, like, passing down my knowledge to the underclassmen more. Because, like, last year I was a captain, and that was a fun experience. I helped all the underclassmen, but now I just want to bring everyone together and pass down that knowledge of everything that I learned throughout my four years in college and my four years in high school of track and life. I want to pass down that to the underclassmen and make sure that when I leave, the program is in good hands and they are ready to keep like, you know, keep being better student athletes. And I think that's, a, those are my two goals, you know, have fun and and making sure like the program is in good hands when I leave. That must make you feel great, man. Especially, yeah. you know, you're probably one, you're probably the only athlete that I know right now that went from D3, D2 to D1. <laughs> so, that's pretty. A that's crown. a big process, right? Yeah, there. that's 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 something else. But as crown, I said, bro. like you're you're <laughs> you can say all you want, but nothing really it. goes out there until you show it, and yep. you show that you belong on every single stage that you competed in. And no matter what, you never shied away from the moment. You're not going to shy away from D one guys just because they're D one. You just sure. that's not in your nature because. You have too much of good of a work ethic. That's rule of thumb number one. You got to have a good work work ethic if you want to go and drive, and and really succeed into a new, not a new level, but like sustaining what you already have and adding yep. little bits and pieces to it. Yep. That's how you learn. Like you said, you, you don't take any losses. They're, they're they're just learning experiences. So now you're. I like that though. You're bringing everyone together. At least that's what you're gonna try to do, yeah. And, bro, that's that's something that I love to hear because I'm always about the community. I'm always about people together. Like at the end of the day, bro, we're just one big ass village in this world. It is. So there's no point. 
there's no point in like you know having hate spite to each other you know just love no, one another they, you don't want to be around those people like i don't want to waste my time and be around like hate you know like because what do you like, what are we doing if we like hating each other i don't want to be in that environment i'd rather be like with people that that will make me better that i will make them better and yeah like I don't want to be around hate. That's a waste of time, bro. Exactly. And then when the hate doesn't work, they start telling lies. Yeah, that's bro. That's just like, how it is. People hey, that's hate. a bar right there. <laughs> Jeez. I think Yo, I Vic, heard that from Vic, a bar, bro. Write it down. Right? French Montana. I heard that. I think it was French Montana. Look that up. I think I can quote him on that one. I think. Wait, what's the, what's the line? Uh, when the hate doesn't work, they start telling lies. Is it, is it French? I think it's French Montana, man. I don't know. I don't remember. When the but... hate... That sounds, that sounds like Young Thug, bro. I don't know. Nah, that doesn't sound like Young Thug. Thug Speaking Thug of Young Thug, do you like that new song? Uh, J. Cole, Travis, and Thug, man. That was a crazy combo, bro. What is it called? The London? Yeah. Oh, that Me, was me like, in the bro. London. Yeah, hey, wait, way. wait. Copyright. Copyright. We can't be saying that. <laughs> That's true. Vic, bro. Vic, you the know The best man. kept secret. <laughs> They're going to take down the best episode. I know. It's going to be your fault because of copyright, bro. Come on. Oh, man. Jeez. Well, let but me I ask think... you a question, guys. Yeah. Let's turn the tables. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. I've been trying to get guests to, to ask us questions. Yeah. I've been, I've been trying to do that, yeah. Where do you guys see yourself with this podcast? Like, what are you guys trying to accomplish? Cause listen, I'm the number one fan. I don't care what nobody says. I'm the number one fan, and you know why? Because I like the content that you guys that you guys bring in. Different people, they have different experience. It, it's never the same thing, you know what I'm saying? And I like that because a lot of people get this. A lot of podcasts that I listen is always the same thing, you know, same vibe, same content. And I'm like, bro, it's been 20 episodes and we've been talking about the same thing. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> bring something new, yeah. like. What do you get like what do you guys see like the future of this? Like what are you guys trying to accomplish? You know, I think what we're really just trying to accomplish is just like a conversation. You yeah. Know? I think, you know, the world we live in right now, a lot of people don't like to talk about, you know, their life or like how they're feeling. And we really just wanna have like an open place that, you know, people can come and listen and, and hear different people's perspective and, and hear other people's stories. And I think Probably like a year from now, you know, I'd hope that the podcast, you know, grows a little bit more. You know, we have a steady viewership or people listening um, and we'll just keep having, you know, different guests on every week. And I think that's one part that makes our podcast kind of like unique is that what we're doing is we're just basically having a new person every single episode. It's never just me and Vega. And I think that really that really benefits the podcast because every single time it's a new vibe yeah. like you know today today's a new vibe last episode's a different vibe you know cuz everyone has their own you know, their own insight yeah yeah so and, i don't know how vega feels yeah, how do you feel I, vega how do you feel i i can piggyback off that but i i can just put a little uh, i agree with everything that vic says cuz that's basically our 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 like you know our image our vision yeah evidently and I just believe every single time, you know, every time we have a conversation, whether it's just you and me, Eric, or it's just me and Vic, or just being around the crew, and you're literally just chopping it up, and you're just you're just speaking on 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 the real, 
And a lot of people don't like to do that nowadays. Like Vic said, they don't like to talk about issues. And um, I always think to myself that, damn, me and Vic just had the craziest conversation. Why didn't we record that? Another person could have just heard that same exact thing and they could have gone, been through, going through the same exact predicament as yeah. me and Vic were. So why not just put it out there in a platform that everyone can listen to and say to themselves, damn, I'm not the only one like this, but everyone has their own life experience. They're not going to experience what you or you or me or you, Eric, or even Victor. It's just a whole new spectrum of how you want to take in, I guess, life in its new ways. Because mm-hmm. as we say, like we learn something new every single day. Like yeah. I learned something from you today. And that's like, you know, like the meaning of this podcast. Like that's how we got our name. Like, so like what now? Like, What's next? What's the next big move? Like, you always want to know what's, what's next. But staying at a steady vibe. You know, like, don't overboard it. You know, just live in the moment. See where you want to establish yourself in that moment and day. And don't think about tomorrow and don't think about yesterday. Just think about what's going on right now. That's, you couldn't have said it any better. And I like that you said, bro, don't overdo it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Making sure that you keep small, like, how should I say, like, small tags, like, small things on your plate, don't overdo your plate, because, like, when you do that, bro, like, sometimes, like, from personal experience, you get overwhelmed, like, sometimes I'd be like, whoa, I'm doing too much, and I have to cut it back, and once I cut it back, you know, I perform better, you know, I do better, because I have, like, less things to concentrate, but I put my all effort in those, like, small, you know, different type of things. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah, I like bro. That, that, that. Absolutely, bro. And Billy was just on the podcast not too long ago, and he go and I was me and Vic were just breaking it down, like on how <laughs> you know people nowadays they want to hear certain things, but your real homies actually break it down and tell you what you need to hear. Yeah, and because they don't sugarcoat um, it. Yeah, yeah, they don't sugarcoat anything. And <clears throat> at the end of the day. You have to do self-reflection on yourself when you're, when you're realizing you're starting to overboard it. Or your own boy can check you and be like, hey, listen, you're doing X, Y, and Z completely wrong. Like, that's just my view and how I see it. And I'm not going to take my realness for anybody. Like, if something, if I see something that's going on with someone else, I'm going to check on them and say, hey, listen, is everything all good? Like, yeah. you don't need anything like else? Like, you sure? Like... But you can only do so much for another person, as I say but, all the time. Well, you definitely want those people that will check you. Those are the people that you definitely want in your life. Exactly. The real ones. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because, like, if you have people that are only going to sugarcoat it, like, you're not going to get better. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need people to tell you, what, what are you doing wrong? Like, like yo, Vic, you have to step back on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, Vic, I think that might not be, like, the best place for you right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Let's try something new. And, like, those are the type of people you want. You don't want people, like, that are going to tell you, like, all the time, yeah, yeah, bro, like, keep doing that, keep doing that, you're doing good. Like, yeah, keep, like, wasting that time, you know. Nah, bro, you don't need that. That's the real, bro. And you're always going to find your real ones, especially throughout life, man. And they come and go. Seriously, they do. They do. But then... Seriously, like at the end of the day, your main little small little circle just stays right right then and there. 
And you're always going to have the people what that say what you need to hear. And if you don't have people like that, then at the end of the day, like what's, what's the person, like, what's the point of having that, that, that true friend that you call? Cause like, is that person, if that person is not going to elevate me, then I don't think we can be around. Cause like every person in my, in my circle is, is going to elevate me. That's a fact, bro. Like every person in my circle elevates me a hundred percent. Like you two, like you guys always like you two are like my big bros. Like every time you I see you guys always dropping knowledge. Like I can always always go to you guys like your Vic, like you know, like what's good, like Vega, like Vega always giving me like advice, like and I'm forever grateful for that. Like for the for the fans, quick fact, like fun fact that you guys don't know. Freshman year, when I went to Plymouth State, I didn't have a car up there. And you know who was bringing me home? Mr. Vic. <laughs> Facts. All love. Yeah, Vic. So, appreciate that, bro. Even though yeah. I would tell you thank you, but I just wanted to let the fans know. Like, yeah, Vic, sir. We had to elevate each other, you know? Yeah, Vic always used to give me, like, rides back home, but back to Lawrence and Methuen and all that. Like, I remember Christian told me one time, he was like, yeah, my boy, my boy, Vic Ocean, goes up there to Plymouth. Yeah, I'm like, who the hell is Vic Ocean? Like, <laughs> who's Vic Ocean? Like, <clears throat> and then I see his Instagram, and I'm like, oh, that's Vic Ocean. And then I saw him on the dining hall, and I go up to him, and I remember, he, I was like, yo, bro, you Vic Ocean? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, every single time, he dapped me up, and he was, he was like, yeah, bro, that's me. I'm Vegas, friend. Great energy from Vic. And that Vic always keep that energy a hundred. And that's what I like from Vic. Hey, love that bro. Love that, Brody. All good yeah. vibes, you know. Yeah. Gotta keep it up all the time. And what do you guys have plans for the summer? Working. Yeah, you gotta keep that grind that's going. It. Gotta keep the grind up. Yeah, you yes, have sir. to. If you don't keep the grind up, man, then you're 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 letting everything go that you just worked for. So you got to keep going, man. No matter how hard things get, too, you just got to keep going, man. Yep. And I'm going to I'm I'm sound a little soft when I said that, but I agree with you, bro. Like, no matter how hard, like, things get, you got to keep going because there's always, like, you know, there's always that light at the end of the tunnel. Like, people always keep saying that, but, like, it's true, bro. Like, you just got to – you just can't stop. You just got to keep going, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the reality. Hey, life's hard, but you gotta keep you gotta keep pushing. Yeah, like if it was easy, everyone would do it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's the best one. That there yeah, it is. Hard. There's the line right there. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Everybody would be doing it, but it's not. That's not the case, man. You got, it's not for everyone. Bro. Yeah, you gotta keep uh, survival of the fit. Only the strong survive, right? So Ooh, you gotta that get. Was fire, you, bro. Yo, yo, <laughs> Yo, Vic, get ready for me today, bro. <laughs> we we came on with the hitters. Yo, Vic, that one was preparing a weekend for that. <laughs> yo, because I've been, been bugging Vega. I'm like, yo, Vega, where are you going to have me on the podcast, bro? Like, the, like the people have been asking for yeah, it. Yeah, we've, we we, we, we've had it cooked up for a while, man. We were going to have you sooner. We tried to get you on sooner, but I realized you were at Nationals last week. We yeah, tried to get you on last week. But you know, yep. scheduling little conflicts here and there. But you know what? 
Eric, this is not the last time you're going to be on the podcast. You're going to be on it many other times, speaking the truth, giving wisdom to people. We got to keep money hours up. Yes. Yes, sir. And please support it. Please support it on Instagram. Everything. It's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. And that's that's the thing, bro. Once you find something, once once you find something that you like, that you like, just keep doing it. Have fun with it, and then the rest will take care of itself. Yes, sir. Man, I learned something new today, man. It's May twenty eighth, twenty nineteen. We're here. We're just living. So yes, sir. Yo, Vic. Let me ask you a question, bro. I know that you're in the nursing field, and like the stereotype is like. You don't see a lot of male f- nursing nurses in the field. Like, how do you feel about breaking that stereotype? Uh, you know, I think being it's nice, you know, being able to be the one percent. Because I think I can, I can be the one who can like break the ice, and I can, I can show people that you know, it, it, who cares that I'm I'm a dude and I'm a nurse. You know, I can still take good care of you. Like I'm yeah. still I'm still gonna know the exact same thing that you know my female co-workers are going to know you know gender shouldn't define what a career is and you know i think me being able to be the catalyst for that movement is pretty dope and you know i wish i could motivate other you know male nurses to you know to be able to pursue their dreams and you can definitely capitalize on that bro. you can talk about it with other people that wanted to be that wanted to get on the field a, a male they want to be nurses. And I like that, brother. You break that ice, break that stereotype. Yeah, salute yeah. that, brother. Salute, salute to nurses, yo. Male nurses. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to go back to school or are you going to go into the work field? You know, I'm going back into the work field for a little bit. And then I'm going to see where yeah. it takes me from there. But I do, I do want to go to grad school. So if I can make it work, I'm going to grad school. Probably in like two, three years. And how long? How long is grad school for nurses? Two years. Two, two years. years. Yeah, maybe and two I and a half. Vega, yeah, I know Vega is going to um back to grad school. Is that correct, Christian? Yeah, I'm going to MC, bro. So yeah, when you sure. graduate, I'll be graduating with you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be that's so gonna, be, gonna be crazy. That's gonna be crazy special, bro. So it's a one year program that you guys do. Yes, sir. It's a nine month accelerated program. So yeah. what do you do in that program, like? I have a fat internship. It's eight hundred to a thousand hours. So Jeez. yeah, it's it cuts the tuition in half, which is pretty cool. The fellowship program and oh, yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's affordable and you know, it's just another degree to have. It's a stepping stone, more work experience before I actually get into the field and actually, you know, develop a career. And that's all it is, bro. Like education people can take that away from you. No. Have, have, yeah. Have you guys seen that guy from Morehouse that like pay for oh that. my gosh, I saw that. That was wild, bro. If someone from the Merrimack people can do that next year when I graduate, please come to Merrimack. <laughs> <laughs> please, I'll I'll listen to you speak for an hour. Come yeah. on. Like I'm not asking for much; just pay like fifty percent, like, and I'll be happy. That's crazy, man. Well, that was, that was crazy, nuts. bro. Like I was watching that speech, bro. And then he just dropped like in the middle of this of the in the middle of the speech. He was like, "Yeah, by the way, I'm paying for everyone's college debt." And I was like, "Man, this I was boy like crazy. money hours." <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> 
But it just crazy. It just and I like seeing people like like people of color like doing that type of thing. Like that's pretty fun. And that's I, a whole new energy, bro. Yeah. You bring to the table. And I kinda wanna see myself in those type of that's my dream, just see myself in those type of situation, like being the big boss. Like some of my friends call me like CEO, like and I definitely want to get in that type of situation because I definitely want to help people when I get in those type of shoes. Oh, yeah. That's a crazy give title back, to give have, Give back bro. to the culture. Exactly. Yeah. Give back to the culture. Exactly. Gonna Vic, take just the took people, the, <laughs> Vic just took the words right out of my, my mouth, bro. Be the CEO of your culture. Be Ooh. the chief executive officer of your movement and society. If bro. not, it's all good. Yeah, bro. Because <laughs> when you take care of your people, your people take care of you. Exactly. <laughs> It's a, a win-win one. situation. It's yeah. love. That's all it is, bro. Just taking care of people. And at the end, everything's going to come back to you. Damn. Eric dropping the knowledge. Bro. Episode with some heat, son. Episode with some heat, bro. Jeez. I told you guys, it was going to be the, the craziest episode. <laughs> hey, dropping, <laughs> dropping. Dropping tomorrow morning. Dropping tomorrow morning. Wild. Tune to that. Tune I'm gonna get going on my part and I'm gonna do my little magic. Hey, we on Spotify and, then... and Apple Music, so Apple Music too, bro. Yeah. We just we just released our logo. Yo, that thing fire. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I read I saw I opened Twitter, bro. <laughs> Open Twitter and I saw that and I'm like this boy's on fire, bro. <laughs> Hey, we serious about it, bro. We serious. Hey, hey bro, hey. Whoever did that logo. <laughs> Yo. We'll, Shout out we'll, to Steve I will forward you his Instagram, bro. His name is Alan Diaz. He's a kid I went to high school with. Yo, bro, Alan. He's a sick, sick artist, bro. Alan, bro. Hit my line. Let's work. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. We're going to shout him out everywhere on IG because I don't know if he has a Twitter or not. but I like doing it. I like collaborating with people. Sure. Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do, Scare bro. Share new ideas, bro. Cause keep it to yourself, bro. You're never gonna like. You never. And bro, like you see this, bro. We sharing ideas. You know, talking about businesses, how to run businesses. You know, how to con- how to connect with people. Like that's what's gonna separate you from your co- from the competition. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like collaborating with people. And- be with one, man. Be with one. And right there, Eric, yep. we're going to wrap it up right yes, here, sir. right there. Because Eric just absolutely bodied this podcast. Ooh, yeah, you do, bro. Hey, bro, it was a crazy one. I just want to say thank you guys for having me. I like what you guys doing. Keep it going. And I hope I'm back on the podcast because, like, man, my favorite thing. Like, when I was in Texas, bro, I would just listen to, listen to a few episodes before going to bed. And it's just, like, it's great, bro. It's the life combo, Don't bro. Don't worry. You'll be on the next one. Don't yes, worry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You know the vibes. Absolutely. And that's it. There's there's Vega. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening, guys. See you on the next Peace. one.